Sometimes life can feel like a pressure cooker. From our work life to our personal lives and relationships, there's so much to balance. It's easy to feel weighed down when you're experiencing anxiety, stress, or sadness. But guess what? You're not alone. You may not know it now, but support is all around you. No matter where you are, all you need to do is ask. Let us help find you a community at churchescare.com. Churches are communities of care. Go to C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S-Care.com to explore the possibilities. All Hit Radio. To the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob Vicano. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network and the Talkstar Radio Network. If you'd like to give us a call, toll-free worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. That's 1-800-610-7035. Toll-free worldwide. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com on MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. And if you'd like to listen to the show, watch the show from anywhere, as long as you've got internet access seven days a week, 365 days of the year, www.exxonetv.com. My guest this hour is Jeff Peckman. He is the director of the Extra Campaign Ballot Initiative to create an extraterrestrial affairs commission in Denver, Colorado. His initiative was certified November 30th for the August 2010 election in Denver. Jeff's innovative ballot initiates uh, and incentives have uh, attracted national and international media attention. He also writes a top-ranked column for Examiner.com as the Denver UFO Examiner. Jeff is currently on the advisory board of the Institute for the Study of Galactic Civilizations. He was moderator of the Institute's Galactic Gathering Conference on Extraterrestrial Civilizations last September in Denver. And Jeff also talks to civic organizations with presentations titled, Are You Ready to Meet and Greet People from Other Planets? Jeff, welcome back to the Exxon. Great having you with us. Thank you very much, Rob. Thank you for inviting me. Jeff, uh, can you tell our listeners what the Extra Campaign Ballot is all about? Yes, Rob, I just noticed there's a, a cuts off about every five seconds, like somebody's clanging the cymbals. It's just a little bit of a sound and a, a break in the text. Well, we'll do our uh, best to rectify that. Okay, thanks. Um, the uh, Extraterrestrial Affairs Commission Ballot Initiative is uh, going to be a seven-member commission if the voters pass it, and it would collect. this commission would collect credible evidence of extraterrestrial visitations and put that on the Denver government website to have that shared with the public. And it will also try to assess the benefits and risks of interacting with these extraterrestrial intelligent beings, as well as helping to set up protocols for people that believe they've had some kind of close contact, some close encounter, just in case they have any questions or concerns or even a desire for further contact. By doing this, Jeff, if this is accepted and the voters 
put it through. Wouldn't this mean that the government would have to acknowledge the fact that ETs are here and that the UFO phenomenon is real? Uh, Yes, that might be a consequence for the, the federal government, our elected representatives, to officially acknowledge that. But even without their participation, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of evidence in the private sector going out even collecting signatures for this ballot initiative. People would come up to us all the time and very often share for the first time some experience that they've had or talk about some evidence that they've seen or maybe even that they have, you know, personally that they haven't shared with anyone else. So one way or the other, we believe that this will take disclosure, uh, a quantum leap forward towards what it should have been, you know, over all these decades, we believe. Uh, So both things, you know, the government could respond in that way, but we the people, as our self-governing entity, are just going to take on this tax ourselves. How much is this going to cost the taxpayers, though, Jeff? This uh, will not cost taxpayers anything. It's written right into the ordinance that it states very specifically that it would be funded entirely by grants, gifts, and donations without requiring any fiscal outlay from the city budget. Now, the mayor's office, by law, has to enforce ordinances, which means that it would be very easy for the city just to say, no, no matter what you are doing, we're not going to provide you any money. You have to do this through grants, gifts, and donations. And that's fine. That's the way it's written. So any arguments that, oh, there's going to be cost overruns or we're going to request some big budget from the city, no, it's just not part of it. It's, It's part of the law that it has to be only from funded only from grants, gifts, and donations. Jeff, you and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. Uh, please stand by. Jeff Peckman is our special guest. He is the director of the Extra Campaign uh, Ballot Initiative to create an Extraterrestrial Affairs Commission in Denver, Colorado. The website, ExoNation, is www.extracampaign.org. That's www.extracampaign.org. Jeff and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break talking more about the initiative. And you know what? It's, it's nice to see people are thinking ahead all the time. On this show, we hear people who are seeing UFOs, who want government disclosure. But nobody goes ahead and talks about what will happen or what should be done once the disclosure is made and the ET presence is well and widely known. It's going to be an interesting hour, I promise you. I'll be back on the other side with Jeff Peckman as we continue live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, right here on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network and the Talkstar Radio Network. With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, 
primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag. Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author-signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.wentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com. Named one of the world's greatest psychics, Elizabeth Joyce is now giving readings worldwide via Skype. Elizabeth Joyce is recognized for her clairvoyant ability to help find missing persons, her analysis of dreams, past life regression work, mediumship, and her accurate predictions. Elizabeth has been a frequent guest on the X-Zone radio show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, now for several years. For an appointment with Elizabeth Joyce, call 201-934-8986 or Skype at elizabeth.joyce. And for more information, you can always visit Elizabeth Joyce online at www.new-visions.com. disease that you would like to alleviate through a natural means? Have you been contacted by angels, ghosts, or even extraterrestrials and want to validate these experiences? Or would you simply like to speak with someone who can help you find your life's purpose? I'm Dr. Joseph Mara, and I'm offering my services free of charge for first-time clients contacting me during the month of April. These free consultations include angel card readings, guided meditations, life coaching, and energy healing. If you have always wanted to explore these types of experiences but were skeptical or simply could not afford them, then take advantage of this free special offer. Contact me through my website, a guiding light spelled L-I-T-E dot com, to schedule your consultation today. Until then, I offer you love, light, and laughter. Jeff Peckman is my special guest. Uh, his website is www.extracampaign.org. That's www.extracampaign.org. Uh, Jeff, uh, when was the Extra Campaign formed, and uh, what was the inspiration for getting it formed? 
Well, the committee, the commission would be formed if the voters pass this ballot initiative next August mm-hmm. of this year. And the inspiration was just knowing that there were people in the you know private sector, just average people, that uh, had some kind of encounters that were really quite profound, like Stan Romanek yes. and his evidence, uh, even Billy Meyer or other people that you hear about, mm-hmm. um, Betty and Barney Hill. And there is a lot of evidence out there, and people want to tell their story, but there's, you know, the media really isn't giving them attention, and if they are, it's very often in terms of ridicule. So I thought, well, you know, the, the general public seems to be much more open to this discussion, and I've observed this when collecting signatures. And so if there's a way to take this issue directly to them, then engaging them in that way would probably produce better results in terms of just general education. That's what the ballot initiative process does, because they have to vote on the issue. And when they vote, it's like being on the jury in a jury trial. You just take people off the street in various walks of life and put them in that situation, and suddenly they become much more discerning, and they pay attention to much more detail than they're flashing on a TV screen and some news. So, and they're, they're making a decision that could affect a person's life and justice. And so having the voters deliberate and discuss this issue in the cost of voting puts them in the role as a lawmaker as well. And then they take on a higher sense of responsibility. And I believe that having hundreds of thousands of people engaged in that way, just within Denver alone, will do a lot to just solidify what is truth, to allow the opponents mm-hmm. and supporters of the campaign to debate this and just to, to discern what is the truth of this situation, how can we benefit from knowing that truth, and where do we go from here? Jeff, why do you think uh, an extraterr- extraterrestrial affairs commission at a local level is so necessary, though? Well, it's necessary at a local level only because there is no visible effort at any other level of government to disclose information on UFOs and extraterrestrial visitations. It has to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. It does not seem to be starting anywhere else in government, so we're starting here in Denver. And there are about 90 other boards and commissions in Denver anyway, so this will just be one more, but it will be one that has an enormous uh, implication for humanity as this information starts to be shared with the public. Why do you think it's important uh, compared to the problems with the economy, health, the wars in the Middle East, terrorism, and other things that... that many people believe are more important than worrying about aliens. Right, and I get that response a lot, but when you think about it, imagine if Canada had grown up as a civilization, as a country, within the Berlin Wall, but not actually knowing that there were any other countries or people or cultures or knowledge outside that wall. It would be a very different scenario up there. So, just in that same way, all of humanity has essentially been behind this Berlin Wall of UFO secrecy. Now, that started to open up in other countries, not in the United States yet, which is kind of odd. But uh, having that information that there is something beyond us actually is very relevant to everything that you just mentioned as far as health care, the economy, whether it's jobs, peaceful relations in our own planet because these extraterrestrial intelligent civilizations seem to want that for us as well. They're not going to do it for us, but we have to be open to it and enjoy their assistance. And 
if the Berlin Wall around Canada, in that analogy, were to yes. start loosening up, you would find an exchange of knowledge, of culture, of, of science, of you know, art and music that would enrich your society. And that's what our planet really needs. This really is the next big thing. Uh, and it's the biggest thing for our economy, jobs, you know, just expanding our, our acknowledgement, our comprehension of the universe, our acknowledgement that there are these other cultures, interacting with them, you know, going back to Columbus, mm -hmm. going out of Europe. I mean, the people in Europe could have said, well, you know, we can't, we can't be sending these ships off the edge of the earth when we've got problems in our medical community. You know, we don't have enough leeches uh, for <laughs> to cure <laughs> diseases. We don't have enough peasants to work in the, you know, as in these uh, feudal systems or <laughs> whatever it is. You know, we've got plagues. We, ca we can't afford sure. to, you know, think that there's something outside of our, our limits, the, the limits of our country here. Well, that's just, you know, the wrong way to think. We have to be proactive and explore, and that's inherent in human, human beings. You know, we are explorers. We want to know more. We want to be more. We want to live more. And so this intergalactic, you know, going beyond our planet in terms of acknowledging that we have been visited, opening up relations, working out the, you know, issues, risks, and benefits, that is the next big thing, and it's the biggest thing ever. Why do you believe that there is evidence of extraterrestrial visitation that either the government does not want to share or is purposely suppressing from us? Well, if you, you can go on the Internet and find a lot of this in terms of, uh, especially in terms of the Disclosure Project, mm -hmm. which has gathered over 500 whistleblowers from top-secret government projects, from uh, whether it's in the military or the intelligence agencies or... Uh, government contractors, and they will talk about photos, videos, material evidence, you know, being at UFO crashes, seeing the bodies there, of the you know, live or dead, uh, the, the cover-up part of it, the threats to keep them quiet. You know, all of this is, you can find it pretty easily on the Internet. So it's known, you know, there is evidence. It's out there, and it's, it's abundant. And if people look for it, they'll see all kinds of things. Again, you have to be very discerning what's true and what's not true, but these are people who had very high levels of security clearance, a lot of responsibility for, you know, large branches of the Department of Defense, mm -hmm. for ships, for nuclear missile bases, for, you know, black projects, these secret projects. And from their side, they feel, you know, it's, it's time, you know, we're being denied something of great value by this information being kept secret. So it's just time to open it up. You know, you spoke about Stan Romanek before we had Stan on the show, and anyone who listens to his story cannot doubt what this man is talking about. It's just like... It's true. It's just like uh, Michael Horn with Billy Meyer. People, to keep this, if it was a, a facade up for all these years, it just would doesn't make any sense. Um... Is there any organized opposition to the ballot? No, there really isn't. Uh, there are a couple of hecklers that seem to be drawing, trying to draw attention to themselves, but they have not identified any particular feature of the ballot initiative that they oppose. Uh, so given that, they, you know, they might find something they don't like about me and then try to discredit this ballot initiative uh, by discrediting me, but they're not getting too far with that. I have a pretty good reputation. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, you know the things I'm involved in sometimes are cutting edge uh, technologies that maybe people don't fully understand. But for the most part, the ballot initiative is just a very simple thing. You know, it's just okay. We're just going to take this on ourselves to collect this evidence and share it with the public. So there's really not much for them to object to. How about uh, UFO organizations? Are they getting behind you on this? Well, officially, it's too early for to expect in, outright endorsements, mm-hmm. whether that comes from organizations or celebrities or scientists or anything like that. Uh, MUFON, the Mutual UFO Network, there are some very, very strong supporters from within MUFON, and then there are people who are not supportive. So there isn't any one person who's really speaking for, you know, or can speak for all the members of MUFON. Uh, and that's what you find just about anywhere. Any of these organizations, there's going to be diverging opinions on everything within the membership. So down the road a few months, we'll probably start seeing, you know, who's officially going on record as opposing it or supporting it. I, I can't understand why anyone who is involved in ufology or the or the search for extraterrestrial life and who believes that this planet is being visited, has been visited, will be visited, would not get behind this and back at 150%. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, I, I agree. And, uh, you know, it may be that the fact that I'm just very new to this within the last couple years, mm-hmm. uh, decide, you know, deciding that I, you know, I'd like to try to help some way, and that's why I started the Ballad Initiative. Well, you know, out of the blue... I show up, and all of a sudden I'm on national TV and David Letterman's show talking about this, and I'm not one of the experts that's dedicated their life uh, for decades to this topic. So there may be some resentment. Uh, they may just disagree with some of the things that I've, I've said, mm-hmm. which you know I've just had to learn in a very short amount of time and try to discern myself what seems to be true. But, you know, there could be... People have all kinds of issues. I don't take it personally, even when it gets personal, uh, I'll just show up and speak the truth as, as I believe it to be, and you know I'm not attached to the results. I'm I'm not responsible for how people respond to that. I'm only responsible for you know doing my best to speak the truth. Well, hats off to you because, as you said, there are people within the UFO community who have been it for in it for years and years and years, and they're they're so self-centered on one about one topic. Where here you are somebody from the outside looking in saying, hey, there's you know, there's something we should be doing about this because if A really does exist, the extraterrestrials, B, they are here or they're going to be here, C, disclosure is going to happen, the way the UFO community stood up until you showed up into the picture, it stopped there. But now you've taken it past that step and said, all right, what are we going to do to not only communicate with them, protect ourselves and protect the visitors as well? And like I said, hats off to you. Stand by. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue with our special guest of this hour, Jeff Peckman. His website, www.extracampaign.org. That's www.extracampaign.org. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues right here on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network and the Talkstar Radio Network. And singing and praying. Are 
Are you considering calling a psychic to read your situation? Then consider David Champion, a psychic medium for more than 20 years with thousands of readings under his belt. David Champion will make you feel comfortable. He has proven to be honest and accurate. He's a straight shooter. There's no guesswork. What he sees is what you get. While he is a medium, most of the calls focus on relationships, not only love, but work, school, neighbors, and more. Need help with finding a job and preparing for the interview? Are you dealing with people who are obstacles in your path? For more information, go to davidchampion.com, $1.50 per minute, paid by credit card, with a minimum of 30 minutes. For your reading with David Champion, call one 702 8598 That's one 702 8598 Now you can dial in to listen to the Exxon Radio Show from anywhere in the world with Rob McConnell 24-7-365 by dialing 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080. If you have a mobile phone or landline, the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is now at your beck and call at 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080, 24-7. 365. Hi, this is Ken Elliott. When I'm floating around the universe, I always try to tune in to Rob McConnell. Hi, hold there, Trinity Frog on Sesame Street. When I want to find out what's going on with UFOs or ghosts, I listen to the X Zone with Rob McConnell. This is Les Corrigan from Target Internet Development. You're listening to Rob McConnell on the X Zone Radio Show. This is John Hogue, Prophecy Scholar, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell.
And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. Jeff Peckman is our special guest. He is the director of Extra Campaign Ballot Initiative to create an extraterrestrial affairs commission in Denver, Colorado. His website is www.extracampaign.org. That's www.extracampaign.org. Have you heard from any governmental agency, uh, Jeff, pertaining to your initiative? And uh, what kind of criticism, if any, are you getting? Well, um, you just reminded me of something that happened when I was ready to go on the David Letterman show when the segment producer walked into the waiting room and said, I just got a call from somebody at the Army. And I said, really? What'd they want? He said, they didn't want anything. The guy just said he was checking in. (laughs) So the segment producer looked a little pale. Now, I have heard feedback from local city government officials, a couple city council members, Mm -hmm. who did not appreciate this ballot initiative getting on the ballot. But they don't appreciate a lot of ballot initiatives getting on the ballot. In fact, uh, a year ago, in 2008, a year and a half ago, they removed themselves entirely from the process so that they wouldn't have anything to do with ballot initiatives. But legislators in general do not like citizens taking on the role of being lawmakers. And that's a wrong attitude because... In the United States, the First Amendment to the Constitution guarantees our right to petition the government. Mm -hmm. And in Colorado, the the Constitution gives as its first power the right of initiative, the right of the citizens to pass laws and constitutional amendments. So it's really not in keeping with the spirit of the Constitution of the U.S. or of Colorado. And I think that their criticism is just misguided because whereas in Denver... In order for the citizens to put even one single ordinance on the ballot for a vote, we have to collect about 4,000 valid signatures from Denver voters. In order for a city council person to get on the ballot to get elected, they only have to collect 100. And there's really no requirements other than an age requirement and, you know, not being a, a felon. So, you know, it's, it's a little bit hypocritical for them to suggest that the requirements are too low uh, and that, you know, crazy initiatives are getting on the ballot because it's a lot harder. They haven't ever done it. So they don't know how hard it is. And it's been very easy for them. And one of the people mentioned, uh, making that criticism got on the ballot with just 100 signatures. Nobody was running against him. And so basically walked into a $70,000 a year job with no opposition, and he was still collecting, you know, $30,000 in one month in campaign contributions. So what that tells me is that either those contributions came from people that thought he would not win an uncontested election, (laughs) or they just knew that they could buy his influence. So I think that this is a very, citizens' ballot initiatives are just a very honest way to address important issues that government is not addressing, and that's really been the history of our country with voting rights for women, child labor laws, a lot of those kinds of things came from citizen-sponsored ballot initiatives. Jeff, what role would you play if the initiative is passed and the Extraterrestrial Affairs Commission is created? No official position, because I would not qualify even to be on the commission. Uh, I made it, I set the bar high enough so that it would help guarantee that the citizens of Denver would get the very best qualified people to be on that commission, people with, uh, that are knowledgeable. You know, everybody needs to have some expertise in mm-hmm. this issue of UFOs, extraterrestrial visitations. 
They also have to have, you know, either written books about it or been a UFO investigator for, I don't know, 100 incidents or have a PhD in the physical sciences, social sciences, things like that. Um, amongst that group of seven, I wanted to have it collectively uh, have a, a, you know, just have people on board on that commission that knew what they were doing, that were competent, very knowledgeable, had good credentials, and could produce some good results for the citizens of Denver. Jeff, over the holidays, you sent an open letter to President Obama. I was wondering if you could share this letter with our listening audience. Yes. Now, uh, as far as, well, it's posted at extracampaign.org under breaking news. But uh, the essence of it was just stating that, you know, for the last 60 years, our country, the United States, has been in a kind of Berlin Wall of Mm -hmm. UFO secrecy. And people that have tried to escape from that wall, over that wall, uh, have been harassed, threatened, assaulted, uh, and even worse. And that kind of UFO, that Berlin Wall of UFO secrecy, lasted has lasted longer, more than twice as long, as the Berlin Wall, the real one, in Berlin. So that just seems to be a great injustice to the American people, I think in any country where that is occurring, but especially in the United States where we seem to be among the last. Uh, we've yet to actually officially uh, release any of these UFO files, as has been done in, I think, Russia and the U.K. and uh, a number of other countries, France, maybe Brazil, Belgium. You know, So mm-hmm. there's already a growing list. And, uh, and it was just saying, you know, it's, enough is enough. You know? <laughs> we need to get on with this. There's benefits to expanding, just as the earlier analogy of a Berlin Wall being around Canada. There are benefits to trade, to economic development, to job creation, to health care, to education. There, you know, this is the next big thing. We need to go beyond this mentality that we're alone in the universe. And most people don't believe that anyway, but just, you know, like they're, they're stuck in this old paradigm yeah. of saying, thinking that this wall needs to continue for some reason. Do you think President Obama will read this? And uh, have you had any feedback from anyone uh, about this open letter? I've had feedback from people that have appreciated that the letter was put out there mm-hmm. on the Internet. And uh, new, some new friends have come along, you know, wanting to share experiences or just uh, support the campaign as a result. I have not had any response from uh, President Obama from the White House, from anybody at that level of government that, uh, you know, would could officially make a response to it. But I think people are they're quietly watching and just seeing what happens at the grassroots level. Because historically, even when Dr. Stephen Greer and his disclosure project mm-hmm. were trying to, in, you know, brief members of Congress, the members of Congress would say, you know, we, we just, we can't do anything about this. It's just not the way things work here. For something like this to happen, this disclosure really needs to happen at a grassroots local level. It needs to start there. And President Obama rose up through community organizing to get where he is today. And so he understands that. And I think as this, if this is highly successful in Denver, this ballot initiative, and people are rallying for it, it becomes a focal point, then I think we'll start seeing more response from the federal level, from the White House and Congress. Why is it so hard for the government of the United States to admit if, in fact, they do have 
proof, or any other evidence to support the claims of millions of people that UFOs are real and that extraterrestrials are here. Like, what is so hard about this? I don't understand it. I, I don't think it is hard. I think it's, well, it's politically difficult because, you know, politicians, they're just, uh, you know, they respond to, like, the highest amount of votes that they can get. <laughs> you know, anything that's a little cutting edge, mm-hmm. that's a little ahead of the wave, uh, ahead of the curve, you know, it's hard for them to deal with because then they can get marginalized. So I understand the dynamics of that. But, you know, it really would not take so much for President Obama just to make a statement to the press at some point says, yeah, actually, you know, there's a lot to this. And I'm appointing a blue ribbon commission. Uh, we've got John Podesta, who, you know, eight or nine years ago mm-hmm. declared publicly that we should open our files on UFOs. He's a key person in the White House administration. Uh, he'll get the best people together. We'll just we'll just start on this. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of truth to it. There's been reasons we've had to keep it secret for national security, but we believe it's time to uh, you know respond to this demand from the public. And uh, it's a matter of trust between the people and the government, and that trust has been greatly eroded over this issue. Tell me, uh, on the world stage, what does it say about the United States compared to the other countries who you mentioned, um, several of them a few minutes ago, who are releasing this information about UFOs and ETs? And and how are people looking at the United States? Because we're, you know, the U- great USA is, is keeping so tight-lipped about this. Well, I, I can't speak for, for everyone else, obviously, but... Uh, my sense of it is that they're hopeful. Mm-hmm. They've also, you know, they're also getting impatient and, and frustrated because they see that the United States is holding out. But I do believe that there's a lot of hope that it will occur in, uh, in the United States. There was a prediction that, I don't know where this came from, a prediction that President Obama would make some announcement on November 27th of 2009. Now, that didn't happen. But what did happen was on that exact day at 5 o'clock p.m., this ballot initiative was guaranteed a place on the ballot so that the real highest power, government power of this country, which is, you know, we the people, Mm -hmm. would be able to disclose this ourselves to ourselves. And in that sense, what was achieved on November 27th was, was very historic. And in keeping with that expectation that the highest governmental power would disclose this. That's my perspective on that. But I, people are waiting and, and watching, and I, that's why I think a lot, a lot will happen in Denver in the coming months. What do you believe is the most compelling evidence that UFOs and extraterrestrials are here? Well, I'm glad you, you put it in terms of compelling evidence, because ultimately each person is going to have to decide for themselves mm-hmm. if they've seen enough evidence to convince them to draw the conclusion that will lead to their belief that it does exist. Right. We can't talk about proof, right? Nobody can say, well, there is a proof, mm-hmm. there's no proof. So my, the compelling evidence that I saw that, that sparked uh, my interest in this ballot initiative was from Stan Romanek. And if you go to stanromanek.com, you can see some of that evidence yourselves. There's more in his book and more continues. I mean, there's stuff going on with Stan Romanek almost weekly. <laughs> it is very, very interesting. Yeah. Hey, listen, you, you heard some of this. 
you and I have to take a commercial break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do our wrap-up. Thanks for being with us, Jeff. Great having you with us. And uh, we wish you all the best of uh, luck here. So don't go away. We still have our final segment coming up. Exo Nation, Jeff Peckman is our special guest. www.extracampaign.org. That's www.extracampaign.org. And we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network and the Talkstar Radio Network. Our next guest gained national attention when he uh, presented a video that he claimed contained proof of extraterrestrial life. Please welcome Jeff Peckman. Jeff, come on in. Explain. Give us some uh, your background. What do you What do you do? What have you been doing? And how did you get interested in uh, aliens and stuff? Uh, well, I've spent a lot of time just promoting various cutting edge technologies. Uh, I've been a teacher of med- transcendental meditation. Uh, I promote clean energy technologies. I'm in an Aspen uh, a design competition in Aspen for something environmentally related. But I've had an interest uh, in well, just about anything that connects me with the rest of the universe, and so. I heard a talk about uh, one person's experience, uh, Stan Romanek. He's had over 100 unique experiences and was very good at documenting those experiences. What kind of experiences? Uh, abduction, uh, people visit, you know, the aliens visiting his house, uh, sort of conveying telepathically various mathematical formulas that have to do with uh, advanced technology or space travel or wormholes, things that are beyond our capacity. What are wormholes? Wormholes uh, in the universe that seem to be uh, some configuration of a a change in the time-space geometry that allows you to enter that wormhole and get somewhere else very quickly. Wow. Um, Now, um, (laughs) and do you believe what this man says? Stan, is his name Stan Romanek? Yeah, he's a very honest, uh, good-natured person. He... uh, Again, he's documented these things. He's got video uh, footage and photographs. With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag. Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com, and author-signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com that's www.wentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com 
M-A-T-S-T-E-I-N.com. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back, everyone. Jeff Peckman is our special guest. His website is www.extracampaign.org. That's www.extracampaign.org. Um, before we went to the break, Jeff, I asked you what you believe the most compelling uh, evidence is of the existence of UFOs and uh, extraterrestrials. And, of course, you, you mentioned uh, Stan Romanek, who we've had the pleasure of having on the show and, and you know, there, there's Billy Meyer, and there's a lot of people who believe that Billy Meyer is, is a bit of a, um, he, uh, he exaggerates when it comes to the, the UFO sightings that he's had. And yet you can't dispute the, the evidence uh, that, uh, that has been collected over the years by government agencies. And why would somebody want to assassinate a guy if there's no truth to it? Yeah, I agree. You know, as soon as you get one really good, uh, source of evidence, it's, you can expect that it's going to get contaminated or attempts will come in to discredit it by mixing it up with a lot of stuff or making all kinds of claims or, you know, trying to just uh, destroy the person's character and all that. But yes, Billy Myers uh, is one of the great uh, stories mm-hmm. of UFO contact, I believe, of extraterrestrial contact, as well as Stan Romanek. And there's others, Miriam Delicato. Oh, yeah. You know, there are people that are just, they're just coming out with this stuff. And more people, there are people who have been sharing it with me and asking me if I can help them get their story out. And these are stories that have never been heard by anybody else. So I think once this opens up, it's going to be huge. And, you know, I give these talks to civic clubs. And if you want to really get a sense for the pulse of the community, Give a presentation to the civics clubs, the Rotarians, the Optimist clubs, the Kiwanis. I don't know if you have the same in Canada. Yes, we do, sure. They're international organizations, and they've been extremely receptive beyond just being polite and courteous, you know, because you're giving a talk to them at breakfast. But Mm -hmm. very often people, I think in every single case, one or more people would come up after the other members had left and would share some personal information with me that 
reinforced what I was saying about the need to get ready to meet and greet people from other planets. And sometimes they've shared stuff that, you know, came from some relative that they met that was in a top secret government project. And so they're right on it. And I believe that these civic organizations, because they don't have political or profit motives involved, they're going to be on the forefront of our interactions with extraterrestrial intelligent beings. And I've said, you know, don't be surprised if sometime soon there's an optimist intergalactic and the <laughs> Kiwanis intergalactic and a rotary intergalactic organization because, you know, they really represent, I think, the very high, uh, highest ideals of our human society. And, you know, they're not limited by other considerations, so they can just you know, represent the best of us and, and start the ball rolling, and they're, they're the leaders in the community. Jeff, I want to thank you so much for joining us uh, tonight and uh, for sharing your exciting news on the extra campaign ballot. Tell our listeners how they can find out more about you and what you're up to. Thank you very much for having me on again, Rob. Jeff, uh, let our listeners know how they can contact you. Uh, go to extracampaign.org. That's the website. And, um, if, well, do you really need an email address? <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll okay. just go. We'll extracampaign.org. That's the source. All right, Jeff. Thanks very much again. And we look forward to talking with you again in the future. Take care of yourself. All right, there'll be a lot of news. All right. That's, uh, that's it for tonight, everyone. Jeff Peckman, www.extracampaign.org. Org. I'd like to take this opportunity of thanking all the staff here at the Exxon Radio TV show, the Exxon Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, and all our affiliates around the world. And you, the Exxon Nation, thank you for allowing us to be part of you day or night, no matter where you are on this great world of ours. I'll be back tomorrow night at 10 o'clock as once again we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. So until then, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Good night now. 